spreading Cajun across the nation, pushing the brand across the land. Welcome to Ragin' Review, made by the fans for the fans. Cajun Nation, Matt Miguez here. Welcome to Region Review. We are approaching 24 hours from kickoff on Halloween night between the Region Cajun sitting at 4-1 and one and the Texas State Bobcats who are currently sitting at 1-6. and six. Once again, welcome to Region Review. Matt Miguez, Josh Jagno, Man About Town, my co-host, will be joining us on the phone here momentarily. But before we do that, give you a quick preview of tomorrow night's game after the big win over UAB, the Cajuns back on the road, this time in San Marcos, like I said, to take on Texas State. You know, on paper, this seems like a game that the Cajuns should take care of business and win easily. However, I think Texas State is a better football team than they appear on paper. Like I said, they have a record of 1-6, but their games against SMU and Boston College, as well as UTSA, were kind of given away. You know, South Alabama was a game that they also two weeks ago that they also could have gotten the victory in. So, you know, I think that they're a better, like I said, they're a better football team than their record indicates. I think Brady McBride is a great young quarterback, the Memphis transfer for the Bobcats. Jeremiah Haydell, arguably one of the best receivers in the conference, you know, he's a, he's a guy to look out for, for sure. You know, Jake Spavital is has is one of the bright young coaches in college football, and I think that he will continue to grow this football program. It's, ju- it's just going to take some time. You know, it's one of those things where Rome wasn't built in a day. So, you know, on, on Cajuns are 17-point favorite currently. Um, I think that's high. Uh, you know, I, I'm expecting more of a – Seven point to ten point kind of ball game, you know that that's just, I guess if you look at it from a numbers standpoint, sixteen and a half seems pretty relevant considering, you know Texas State's one and six, but I I believe that again I I'm reiterating myself, but Texas State is a better football team than they appear. I would not hang too much on the line score of sixteen and a half. Um, you know, Cajuns are going to have their hands full with this football team. Uh, you know, this is a team that they they owe us. I mean, we haven't they haven't beaten us since they've they've gotten into the Sun Belt, so they owe us a uh, a good little ass whooping or two. So uh, tomorrow night's game will be fun. Obviously, seven o'clock, ESPNU for the kickoff between the Cajuns and the Bobcats. Changing sports volleyball is getting ready to take on ULM at RLK Long tonight. 6 p.m. tip-off from RLK Long, ULM today and tomorrow before they go on the road to Arlington to finish out the season. Cajun's currently 13-4 on the year, 7-4 in the conference, 5-0 on the road this season. Big, huge accomplishment for Heather Mazetas fontenot and the volleyball program. Now, switching from volleyball, staying on the women's side of things, switching over to soccer, you know, Lance Key has really turned this program around, and 
he's now in his second year here at Louisiana, and this season was really going to be the one that showed, you know, what this team was made of. Eight four and one on the season, dropping the final game in Jonesboro Sunday by a score of three to zero. They await Coastal Carolina in the quarterfinals of the Sunbelt Conference Tournament on Wednesday, November the 4th at 11 a.m. on ESPN+. Basketball schedule gets released from the Sunbelt Conference the other day. I And I, I'm not impressed with the, with the schedule. Um, you know, I think it's a thing where... It was a kind of a last-minute thing that they could put together for this season, and they, you know, they had to work really hard to to get anything together. Um, it's a lot of conference. I want to say there's five non-conference, and the rest is Sun Belt battles. But you know, I I think that this is a promising young roster, and I think that this is going to be. This is going to be the year where Bob Marlin has to has to figure it out. I mean, it's year 11 and you know, you you've been to the tournament one time. Uh and you know, I know that that's not the only mark of accomplishment. I I know that he's second in wins in the conference. I know he's got one of the highest graduation rates. Blah blah blah. I I know. I know it all. However, in the Sun Belt if you want to be a successful basketball program, I hate to say it, one of the biggest things, how many tournaments have you made? He's made one. He probably should have made at least two, maybe three. So, you know, it's one of those things where come March, come the conference tournament, he's going to have to be able to figure out, you know, can I win with this football pro- basketball program, excuse me, or do... I need to, you know, step out of the way, maybe. But anyways, getting back to football, that's what we really need to talk about. You know, uh, the Cajuns, like I said, coming off of that win over UAB, we really didn't get to do a recap for you guys. You know, Levi Lewis was 12 of 20, 152 yards, two touchdowns. You know, on the stat sheet, a solid performance by Levi. He looked more comfortable in this football game. And I think that's because Billy Napier finally tailored the play calling to Levi's strengths. And that's what worked well for Louisiana. Elijah Mitchell leading rusher, 21 carries, 67 yards. Again, Trey Regis not getting the ball a whole lot. Six carries for 18 yards. I, I we, we say it every week. I'm not quite sure what's going on in that locker room and why Trey Regis isn't getting the ball more, but we'll save that for when Josh joins us here in a minute. Kyron Lacey leading receiver, two catches, 43 yards. Jalen Williams adding 240 and a score. Pierce Meagle getting on the stat sheet, one catch, nine yards, and a touchdown. Farad Gardner and Lorenzo McCaskill, surprise, surprise. Two leading tacklers, nine and seven, respectively. Braylon Trahan, Cameron Solomon, both getting an interception. Chris Smith obviously had the big kick return for a touchdown. Nate Snyder, a perfect 4-for-4 four four day. And then how about that 74-yard punt by Reese Burns? Holy cow, that was impressive. For UAB, Bryson Lacero, 10-of-23, 110 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Spencer Brown, the workhorse, 
28 carries, 128 yards, and two scores. That kid's going to be an NFL talent, I'm going to just tell you right now. Their leading tackler was, is it Kenneth Mall? Christopher Mall. Chris Mall, nine tackles, and Nathan Wilder with six for the Blazers. Cajuns improved to four and one. UAB drops to four and two, and it is their first loss at Legion Field since 2014. Now, looking forward to Texas State, like I said, Brady McBride, a bright young quarterback for the Bobcats. Calvin Hill, their leading rusher so far this year, 72 carries, 376 yards, and three touchdowns. Sturgis right behind him, 77 carries, 339, and three scores as well. McBride, going back to him, 959 yards on the year, eight touchdowns, four interceptions. He has been sacked nine times, quarterback rating of 119.9. I think this is going to be a high-scoring football game. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a 31-24, 38-31 tight final score. Um, you know, that that's just, this is going to be an offensive battle. Who can do who can outwork the other offense? Um, and I think I think that type of game favors Louisiana. And I think that the Cajuns are going to begin the back back half of the schedule on a high note. I think it's going to be a five and one record going down the stretch, coming home for homecoming. And you know, uh, the road ahead for Louisiana looks promising with you know a, a fairly easy November for the Vermilion and White. We'll take a break. When we come back, Josh Jagno joins me, and we will go over, we'll dive into this game a little bit more and um, give you some more information on 7 o'clock kickoff this Saturday from Cajun Field, I mean, from Bobcat Stadium in San Marcos, Texas. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Great interview. <laughs> Priority Access Urgent Care, located in the Wynwood Shopping Center at 2912 Johnston Street in Lafayette, will provide you with a patient-centered experience with a personal touch. With over 35 years of healthcare experience, President Owner Ed Haney will provide you with exceptional and affordable care for minor injuries, illnesses, and occupational health, offering vaccines and physicals, on-site x-rays, EKG, and lab services, as well as testing for flu, strep, and COVID-19. Now accepting all major medical insurance, including including Medicaid, Medicare, and VA insurance. Open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Priority Access Urgent Care, 2912 Johnston Street, where patients are our priority. Call 337-446-0555 for more information or online at PriorityAccessUrgentCare.com. 
Chris Russo of Russo Exploration encourages you to donate to the Raging Cajun Athletic Foundation. The RCAF, the official fundraising arm of Louisiana Athletics, supports over 400 student-athletes across 16 NCAA sports. You can invest in the RCAF today for as little as $5 a month. Just go to myrcaf.org to get started or call 337-851-RCAF. As always, donations to the RCAF are tax-deductible. Your investment today will enrich the lives of every athlete that puts on the vermilion and white. Go Cajuns! Schilling Distributing Company, Acadiana's top alcohol distributor for over 70 years, has been a proud supporter of Louisiana athletics for many of those years. Now, they've kindly decided to become the exclusive distributing sponsor of the Ragin' Review podcast. This is just another chapter in Schilling Distributing's rich history of giving back to the Lafayette community. Starting as an Anheuser-Busch exclusive distributor, they're now expanded to include local brews for your sipping pleasure. Schilling services over 1,500 local businesses throughout the Acadiana area, employing 160 Ragin' Cajun residents, and they boast over 1,400 years of combined experience. Corporately headquartered right here in Lafayette at 2901 Moss Street, Schilling Distributing encourages Cajun Nation to enjoy their beverages responsibly and reminds you to download the Liquid Finder app today. Acadiana business owners, are you looking for custom solutions from local professionals that understand your business needs? Maybe you're looking to streamline your processes, become more efficient, and achieve elevated peace of mind? Utilizing and combined 30 years of experience in the financial and technology fields, the Vaulted Security Team is ready to assist you with reaching your goals. From credit card processing, internet and phone services, website hosting and design, to hosted cloud, even digital marketing and recovery software, Vaulted Security can do it all. Here's a message from Solutions Specialist, Anna Bourgeois. Hi, I'm Anna Bourgeois, your Solutions Specialist, and it's my goal to understand how we can make your business run more efficiently while increasing profits. I'm very passionate about doing business genuinely. In the merchant services industry and other business areas, it's hard to find a partner that you can trust without question. I'm here to change that perception. Give me a chance to show you what true partnership is all about. Contact Anna today at 337-210-4272 or email Anna at Vaulted Security. Welcome back to Raise Interview. Matt Miguez here. And as promised, joined by Man About Town, Josh Jagno, my co-host. Josh, happy Friday to you. And right off the bat, man, you know, what are, what are your... I, I know that you always say that you're deathly afraid of whatever opponent. What, what, are your, what are your opening thoughts on Texas State? Well, happy Hallow's Eve to everyone. Everybody out there enjoying this beautiful weather. I am doing that with the kids right now, which is why I couldn't be in studio. But uh, today is uh, Texas State Day. I've been worried about this week for, uh, I don't know, nine months. They, uh, I, I expected them to get better with Spavadol at the, at the helm. And as you can see, they have improved. Now they've given some games away like we talked about previously. But they're a formidable team. And uh, I expect to get their best shot on Saturday. I can tell you that. First of all, I hate playing on Halloween because you never know. 
there's always some kind of weird stuff that happens on Halloween. I can tell you 50 stories, but uh, I expect to play a team that's ready to play. If you look at what they've done at home, they should have beaten SMU, who was in the top 20 uh, in, in all of college football now. Uh, they've played very good football, really, if you've watched their home games. And they've been a team that's been on the road for what feels like a month, maybe longer. So uh, I expect to get their best shot. And I think their best shot's actually pretty good. Yeah, you know, the, like like I I'd mentioned in the in the intro before before you called in, you know, they're they're a better team than their record indicates. There were there was three games that they basically gave away: SMU, Boston College, and in my opinion, they really gave away the South Alabama game. I agree. Um, That's so, how they played so well you're, for you're three looking, quarters of that game. You're looking at a four. And three, you're looking at a four and three football team. Yeah, and that, that's played a, a, a schedule that's not been a cupcake and, and really held their own against teams that, on paper, seem to be much better than them. Uh, I, that SMU game still, it's got to haunt that team. I watched that game from start to finish, and, I mean, that's one of those gut-wrenching opportunity opportunities that you look back at the end of the season and you just go, you know, maybe if some one thing happens differently in that game, it's a, it's a season changer. It's a, it's a confidence builder. It's a... You know, it just, it's one of those situations that, that can launch you into a whole nother uh, stratosphere of confidence and uh, it lights your team on fire. You know, so I, I kind of feel bad for them in, in that way that they, they couldn't get that done. But I, I think in conference, there's still a problem. I, I thought they could be. And you see McBride's going to be, he's going to be playing. We haven't seen McBride yet. So that's going to be something new, uh, specific to the Cajuns, you know. And there are other things that I could highlight about them. They've got a receiving core that might be the best in the in the Sun Belt, and that's not hyperbole. Uh, I know Arkansas State's got some weapons, but Haydell and uh, who's the other guy on the other end? Wide receiver two that makes all these ridiculous catches every time they turn on TV. Well, the one the one who makes the ridiculous catches is Haydell. Uh, Barbie and Sherrod are their other guys that that. Barbie's the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they've got they've got plenty of. of skill position guys that can hurt you. Uh, I, I love their run game from just a, a conscientious observer. They can run the ball and their offensive line is much improved. Probably the best unit on their team. Uh, well, most improved unit on their team from 2019 to 2020. So, uh, you know, it is a little concerning if you turn on the tape from our last two defensive line performances the last two weeks. That, that's that's kind of where I'm going to be looking to see you know, Who's gonna have? Who's gonna win that battle? Is it gonna be their offensive line? Is it gonna be our defensive line? I think we have some making up to do on the defensive line, but I think we're gonna be, um, what's the word to use? Motivated. I think we'll be motivated to win that battle. Yeah, you know, emotions are obviously running high after after the win over UAB, which is kind of what I want to get into right now, Josh. You know, I've I've heard, I've spoken with a lot of people this week that. Most of them have stated that they feel the second half of that game with UAB Friday night was the turning point in this season. Do you agree? That that is an interesting way to put it. Um, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would categorize it as the turning point. I mean, uh, you know, we did something pretty historic in in week one. Um, I don't know going in the conference. Now, we've already started conference, but I'm talking about the back half of conference and, you know, going into games like 
you know, games you think you should win, uh, Texas State, you know, obviously we're, we're a favorite in Vegas, and that's typically what you say, you know, the favorite. If you're a favorite to win the game, you look at what Vegas thinks. But games that we all, as a fan base and as people who follow this program, we expect to win those conference games against a Texas State, against the South Al. Um, I'm not, I don't have our schedule right in front of us, but we have three or four games in a row where we feel like we're the better team. Arkansas State. Um, Arkansas State. So going into those games, if, if the second half of UAB sets you up and reminds you that you are the superior team and kind of gives you an extra spark to play like the superior team, well, good. Good. I don't know if it's a turning point, but if it's a, solidif- a solidifying confidence builder, then yeah, for sure. You know, we, we really came out and, you know, it wasn't pretty at times, but we really imposed our will in the second half. Yeah. That was really what I wanted to see out of this team because – you know, we talked about this in the preview where on paper, the teams were very similar. And on paper, it was strength versus strength and position groups. So it was going to be who wanted it more. You know, even though I hate saying who wanted it more, of course, they both want to win. But who is going to have more grit? Who is going to have more belief and more conviction in what they do? And I thought the Cajuns did that in the second half. That was really my biggest takeaway from UAB. Uh, not necessarily the outcome. I'm, I'm super happy that we won the game. Don't get me wrong. But. I really like the resolve in the second half. Yeah, you know, no, no question about it. It was definitely a tale of, of two halves Friday night in Birmingham. Josh, you know, we joke on Rage Interview that your forte is betting and odds making and what whatever whatever else allegedly Alleg- oh, right. allegedly allegedly. So so let, let's let's kind of dive into that now. I'm looking at ESPN's pick center. The spread right now currently sits at UL minus 17. Wow. Dude, oh, dude. I thought that it opened at 16 and a half, and I thought that was absurd, but now it's actually getting higher, bigger. Higher than that, right. Um, you know, I, I'm not one to brag, but Raging Review is 5-0 and against the spread for Cajun games this season. I mean, we've nailed every single one. Um, you know, slow clap, I know. but Weird flex. 17. Okay. 17 is such an absurd number. First of all, UAB was an out-of-conference major win for us. You know, you just made a comment that people are talking about around town that it might be the turning point of the season. That's still, you know, we talked about coming off the Iowa State game. There could be some sort of emotional letdown, some sort of an emotional correction. And you know, there, call and it there that. definitely has been. And there definitely has been. Uh, we also have a little bit of a weird schedule being able to play on Friday. It's not necessarily a routine week. Uh, I know it's one day, but one day can make a big difference. I-, I promise you. In that locker room, every hour is scripted. So even a day, you know, it could be good or bad. It could be we're able to recover for some injuries. And we need to touch on the depth chart because I just quickly glanced at it. I want to get your thoughts. But sticking to the spread stuff, uh, we're, we're coming off of a, of a different week, coming off of a big win. We're going on the road again to San Marcos, a place that we've typically dominated. When you have a team that's used to having success in a certain venue, uh, I am the type to worry about complacency, okay? You have a, a much improved team, as we've stated multiple times on Raging Review. You have a team that feels like they should be better record-wise than they are. You have a team that has a lot of belief in their young quarterback who's dynamic, he runs, which, by the way, Cajun defense has struggled with running quarterbacks. 
we have a, you have a guy that takes chances, so could be good, could be bad, high risk, high reward. Um, you also have a team that has proven to play well at home this year uh, in big games. So, look, the Cajuns coming to town is a big show. It's a big deal now. They're going to get up for us. We need to match their intensity. All that is true. 17 points, I just don't see it. So, the only team we've beaten by 17 points this year is Iowa State. Now, much can be said about that, but at the same time, it's week one. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, I mean, really, team has no tape on you. You have no tape on them. Uh, it's an out-of-conference team. There's not familiarity. We talk about familiarity all the time. You can explain how that game kind of got out of hand and what happened in that game. I don't, I don't expect a conference foe who owes us big time, who we, we have never lost to, I don't expect them to have any kind of, you know, whatever you want to call it, take us lightly or, you know, not be prepared, whatever. So to, to think that 17 is the number, I, I can name 15 reasons why it's absurd. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it's high. I said before the break, you know, you were looking at a, at a 10-point, 7-point kind of football game. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I think the number is somewhere between 7 and 10. Totally agree with that. Uh, the over-under currently sitting at 56. I think that's fair. Uh, I think that's pretty fair. I think we have not shown to be the offense that we all expected to have. Um, yeah, I think you're a 23-27 game, something like that. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking somewhere along the lines of, you know, 38 31 maybe 34 27 so not not too, something not too far off right I, I agree with that I, I don't think we're going to go up there and score a bunch of points because again when I talk about Texas State improving their defense is much improved their linebacking core is very good their secondary uh, I think they have some injuries in their secondary but their secondary is capable so I don't know dude I, I think it's too high again I think it's too high I think 56 is probably accurate but if you look, the thing that really baffles me more than those two things was the money line is eight to one Texas State. You're getting plus eight. You're getting plus eight hundred. You're eight to one, and eighty-two percent of the public money is on Texas State to win outright. That is very interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we, we talk about them being a better team on paper, but Vegas goes by what's on paper. And, sure. and the fact that 82% of the country is saying that a 1-6 Texas State team is going to beat us outright. Yeah, that's that's interesting for sure. Um, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what that looks like tomorrow. And, well, tonight and into tomorrow where all the sharp money is going to start pouring in. And believe it or not, uh, for a G5 team, the Cajuns get pounded pretty hard when it comes to um, money uh, lines moving late. Because sharp money uh, comes in on teams that people have a lot of film on, people have a, a somewhat of a feel for, um, and for a G5 team, and a lot of that has to do with all the exposure we've gotten this year. Uh, but we, we really get pounded pretty hard on uh, Saturday morning and Friday night. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see where that moves. Looking at the, at the depth chart, you know, Khalif Gossett, a guy who we thought was out for the season. Caught a pass last week. Has miraculously returned. Yeah. Um, he's listed as a starter tomorrow night. For, wow. For the Cajuns. 
Uh, Jalen Williams also listed as a starting receiver, as well as Peter LeBlanc and Kyron Lacey are going to be your starting four at wideout. Obviously, Levi at running back. I mean, at quarterback, at running back, Elijah Mitchell, Trey Regis. Uh, one thing that I found interesting is Max Mitchell and Carlos Rubio have done a swap at right and left tackle. Okay. Uh, I said, not, not not totally unexpected. Not I, totally unexpected. I, I said I said last week that that needed to be done. I think out of you the, did. I, I think out of I think out of the two of them, I think Max Mitchell is the better tackle, and you want your best guy protecting your quarterback's blindside. No doubt. So I think that was a smart move by by Billy Napier. We'll see if it pays off. Uh, defense something definitely to pay attention to, though, for sure. Yeah, no, there, there's no doubt about it. Defensively. Um, nothing's really different. Andre Jones, Taylor Humphrey, Zion Hill up front. Joe Dillon, Andre Riley, Jalen Johnson, Lorenzo McCaskill are the four backers with Farad Gardner. And then in the secondary, Makai Gardner, A.J. Washington, Eric Guerrero, Percy Butler, and Cameron Solomon. So, see, I was interested to see if Percy would be back in the lineup. So, yeah, Percy that's is great back, news. Ready to go. Cam Solomon going to get the start over Braylon Trahan which I think is interesting, but that's just a testament to the way Cam played Friday night against UAB. Um, the only, for sure. The only and you know, you, you know Braylon's going to get plenty of, oh, excuse me, sure. plenty of snaps. For he's sure. he's been too good, man. And, you know, looking at the injury report down at the bottom, the only thing new really is TJ Wisham. He's out with an upper body injury. So yeah. that will hurt from a special teams standpoint. But other than that, yeah, you know, TJ solid on special teams, and it sounds like he's going to be out a few weeks. So yeah, that's tough. But you know, look, we're good. We're good specialists. We're a good special team uh, program, and uh, somebody's going to step up and take its place. But yeah, I like TJ uh, a whole lot. So I hope he he figures it out and that uh, everything goes well with the surgery and stuff. So be thinking about him. Yeah, you know, I, I love the 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 next man up mentality. Um, yeah, you know, I'm a little like you mentioned earlier, playing on Halloween. I'm uh, I'm a little nervous about that. Uh, you know, weird weird things happen on Halloween. You Start know. seeing black cats and bats flying around. Right. I'm out. I'm turning the TV off. I don't want to see it. Right. I've seen it. I've seen it too many <laughs> times, man. Yeah, you know, one one thing I can definitely pinpoint is last year's game between Georgia Southern and App State. You know. App was, in my opinion, by and large, the better team. And App, I mean, Georgia Southern went up into Boone last year and manhandled them. It wasn't good. And they had, all of a sudden, they had a freak, yeah, they had a freak, uh, freak rainstorm and they didn't even prepare for it. And they were just off. Everything looked out of whack. And there was no explanation. And then they turned around and played better the rest of the season. It was so weird. App, app, you know, App State, I mean. Yeah, right, right. No no doubt about it. Definitely definitely nervous about the the spooky aspect of this football game tomorrow night. 7 o'clock kickoff on ESPNU between the Cajuns and the Bobcats. We'll take one more break when we come back. Josh and I will give you our Saturday night predictions, and we'll quickly talk about other games happening in the Sun Belt on Rage and Review when we come back. Star with 
PSC Supply and Hardware, locally owned since 1987, is the official hardware store of the Rage and Review podcast. PSC is Louisiana's oldest dealer of Traeger grills and one of two platinum dealers in the state. PSC is your barbecue headquarters, carrying PK and Weber grills, Blackstone products, and the largest selection of barbecue seasonings in South Louisiana. Do you need propane? On sale every Saturday. What about pellets for your electric smokers? That's on sale every Saturday, too. Come see Willie and the gang out at PSC Supply and Hardware, 1014 Albertson Parkway in Broussard, or call 337-837-2811. Check out their website, pscsupply.com. Think you're saving money by booking your trips on those travel sites? Think again. Our friends at Escape Reality Travel Agency can customize your trip hassle-free and, in many cases, for less money. Escape Reality Travel Agency offers service before, during, and after the trip. That ensures a top-notch experience for you and your family. Owners Shaden Haney and Chrislyn Vollenweider pride themselves on providing personalized service and expert guidance for every traveler. Whether domestic or international, the planning process will be painless. Maybe you're looking for a park or resort-style family getaway. With Escape Reality, you can focus on the fun and let them do the work. Perhaps you're looking to attend a Raging Cajuns road game. No problem. Escape Reality can help. Just visit them on the web at yourescapefromreality.com or call 337-281-1801. Awardmaster, located at 3219 Johnston Street, is the only award shop licensed by Louisiana Athletics. In business in Lafayette for over 45 years, Awardmaster creates one-of-a-kind trophies, medals, and awards using a wide variety of materials, including resin, glass, wood, acrylic, and more. Owners Adam and Sarah Lopez are proud UL alumni, as well as Cajun Cooking Club members. Adam and Sarah can also help with your business promotional items. Rage and Review trust Awardmasters for all of their needs, and you will too. Awardmasters is so much more than just an award shop. Give Awardmasters a call today, 337-984-1414, or go to awardmaster.com. Awardmaster, the recognition and personalization experts. Welcome back to Rage Review. Matt Miguez here, Josh Jagno as well. And Josh, before we wrap up, let's get into some predictions now for this game. You know, if you had to provide a a final score, looking at what we've seen, what would you what would you say the final score is? Well, that's tough. I tell you what, though, we better not get behind, because if we get behind and they're able to just run the ball and and put pressure on Levi, where you know we have to win the game in the air, where we're going to be in trouble. Because I'm telling you, they're going to be jacked up to play this game. They haven't beaten us, and they hear it all the time. We own them. Uh, you know, it's the opposite of App State. We can't beat App State, and Texas State can't beat us. Right. So, I'm just telling you, man, is that the law of averages, uh, what is it, six or seven in a row. Yeah. The law of averages are on their side. It's Halloween night. They're much better. They have an exciting young quarterback, and they believe in him. They believe in their running game and their offensive line. I'm telling you, first of all, 17 is absurd. Yeah. I, I still feel like we're the better team. I still feel like we go on the road and get a win. But I think it's squeaky. I think it's, like I said, I think we're 31-28, 31-24 type game. Yeah, I, I was thinking 34-27 in favor of the Cajuns. Uh, three other yeah, games. Yeah, I, I think you will. Three, three other games in the Sun Belt before ours at 11 a.m. Coastal Carolina takes on Georgia State. Coastal currently a three-and-a-half point favorite. 
You you buying that? No Grayson McCall. Again. He's out again. Again. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that that's why it's that's why it's as close as it is. At two o'clock, yeah. Troy and Arkansas State. Arkansas State currently a three point favorite. Pretty much take your pick. Where's the game? It is in let me double check real quick. It is in Jonesboro. Yeah, Arkansas State to do. They're, they're due for a very good performance. I know that they squeaked one out at Georgia State, but uh, I think they're due for you know a good old-fashioned Arkansas State performance. And at 3 o'clock in Monroe, the Warhawks take on App State. App is a 31-point favorite. Yeesh. Uh, yeah. I'll probably take the points. The ULM is <laughs> yeah, really they're, bad. They're not it's good. a shame. They're, they're not yeah. good at all. Cajun it's almost like they quit. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Cajun Nation, that's going to wrap it up for Rage and Review. You can follow us on all social medias. You can find this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And head to RageandReview.com for so much more. Josh, thanks for joining me. And we will be back with you guys after this game with Texas State tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Yes, indeed. Go Cajuns and tell them Owen.